Hello and welcome. Thank you for tuning in to the Capel Podcast, where you can get insights from Capel on navigating the recent trends in our business world. Today we have with us Kim Tan, head of our very own learning design team here at Capel, to share with us on the topic learning in light of new norms. Kim, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you, Mark, for having me. So, Kim, let's begin with some of your insights and observations. How would you say the way we go about our professional learning has transformed in light of our new COVID norms? With the COVID situation, where everybody you know has has to keep to safe distancing and um, work from home, um, the, a new transformation has taken place. Actually, mm. everyone is more open to online training. Uh, because we have no choice. Actually, everybody has to meet online. That's right. So with that, the things that we've been pushing on the last the last few years, like doing more webinars and all that, suddenly, oh, it happened just overnight almost. So, yeah, this is something that's uh, wonderful. It's not just for us in Capel, but I think in many of the other training providers, we see that happening, not just in Singapore too, but around the world. Yeah. So um, with that, Many changes were needed, uh, both on the trainer side as well as the learner side. And interestingly, people were more adaptable than we thought. You know, people before that, everyone is like, "Oh, I'm not sure if people can sit for so long. Uh, will we be able to uh, focus? We're not sure how to use the tools." But because there was a need to change during the COVID circuit breaker, everybody just changed. Just like that, mm. so yeah, it was quite good change actually for everybody, and we are just more adaptable than we think. Right, just so like I said. it sounds yeah. like there was a bit of a, a learning curve, you know, for both the uh, educators as well as the learners to adapt to this new norm. And what would you mm-hmm. say were some of the tools or or maybe helpful practices that help people get used to this learning curve or overcome this learning curve? I think not so much of the tools, but I think the mindset helps. Uh, I mean, there are so many types of tools available for different things, but the mindset that you know uh, we may not be familiar with this right now, but if we fiddle with it a little bit, give it a, some time, we will get the hang of it. So, because of the uh, change in the environment from a classroom to a virtual situation, we can't use the old things like flip charts or whiteboard. Mm, yeah. Um, yeah, we have to come up with new creative ways to use online tech tools. That uh, we, you know, we took a little while to figure out and all that. But you know, I think it's again we are just more creative than we think. Sure. And, you know, we adapt to these new tools. So it was it's wonderful. It was a wonderful experience actually. So what I'm hearing from you, Kim, is you know two very key ingredients in terms of mentality. One is you mentioned this kind of fiddling around, you know, this willingness to experiment, right? You may not get it right the first time, and yes. then a second ingredient, right? Absolutely. So a second ingredient that you mentioned is also to realize that we're more adaptable and more creative than we might have initially imagined. So it sounds like the mentality of being willing to try and experiment and being okay to not get it right the first time around, but to persevere is very important. Exactly, exactly. The the learners also have to adapt along the way. They, I mean, many have not used uh, conferencing software before. Mm. Um, they have to get the hang of it. We have to teach them for some of the 
some learners, uh, they also have to get used to using soft copies of the learner guide, how to annotate, how to take notes, and also to how to interact with others online. It's more in your face now because your face is, you know, <laughs> right here in the middle of the screen. Yeah, that's so, right. And you have to respond. So, um, yeah, so they all have to adapt. And I, I must say that, you know, uh, many have adapted well. Great. So it sounds like learning in this new norm has brought about many possibilities, but with that also a lot of change. And I think as you mentioned, there's a lot of change that we have to accompany our, our learners to get used to these new environments. And maybe you could share with us because you know sometimes people get scared by change. So what are some of the benefits and maybe obstacles to look out for to help our listeners be more prepared to take steps into these you know, new normals of learning? Okay, let me maybe let me begin with the obstacles. For I mean, hardware hardware is one uh, one obstacle. Uh, for some learners, they actually don't have a laptop uh, in with them, so they have to learn via their mobile device. So that is a difficult thing, but it's still doable. But we recommend that if you do want to get on board online learning over a long period, virtual classes, let's say, it's best to have desktop or laptop as well as a mobile device because sometimes some things happen on the desktop, some things happen on the mobile. So uh, that creates the best learning environment. And for sometimes the home environment, mm -hmm. right now, most of us are working from home, it can be noisy. So um, <laughs> yes. know, we, yeah, we need to <laughs> find a way, you know, to, to, to cover a quiet place so for, for people with, um, with homes that have lots of noise children and all that it can be difficult but with earphones and all maybe you can shut out the noise and, and unmute when you need to speak yeah and you know sometimes we, we hear stories right actually of people who maybe uh, have unfortunate uh, accidents or intrusions and <laughs> do you have That's any right. to share with us about this kind of instance and maybe what we can learn from that Oh yeah, well once we had this uh, learner, she was uh, online in the class and I think it's probably uh, one of the few early, earlier uh, first encounters on online mm -hmm. learning and it's new for the family. So I think the husband came by to peep, you know, you know what's like, going like on. Like stare at the screen. You know? Yeah, stare at the screen. <laughs> and then he, he just, actually he walked into the room, you know, bare chested and oh, he was my. just peeping, peeping and then the rest of the class is like, Ooh. <laughs> that was quite I mean quite funny a bit of comic relief for the class I'm sure yeah. I'm sure so, so I mean for situations like this it's best to use a virtual background mm. yeah so that that's one thing yeah then another obstacle is network issues uh, I mean for Singapore it may not be so bad because most of us most of us can uh, have access to broadband but however you know during the circuit breaker period actually there was a massive breakdown of the broadband uh, connection or island-wide yeah. so it's important to have a backup mobile data uh, device uh, access ready yeah so so yeah those are some of the obstacles um, benefits you know with with online uh, learning available actually it opens new doors I mean those people who mm. I mean we are able to access learning that is not just in Singapore we can access learning, you know, join an online class that's in another country. 
if you can find the suitable uh, time zone or if you don't mind waking up at certain times so you know it's um, it, it it's you can attend any course anywhere in the world and then you know for L&D you can even you can easily hold a training uh, session across the region so right. everyone just yeah just log in and learn and the team the people can also interact together we find that we can even do some kind of a uh, team building to some extent in uh, online environment as well yeah and I, I think one of the things you mentioned on this point is about really you know scaling not just in terms of numbers but maybe in terms of the types of audience you can reach so do you have any examples or instances to share with us where because we've gone online, we've been able to connect with people that maybe traditionally we wouldn't so regularly see in, in some of our learning and development uh, courses? Uh, we have one client where uh, where they um, actually pulled in staff from different parts of the region to join mm. in. So before that, they were having a headache, you know, how can we uh, organize training and you know, they don't have that many numbers to create a class. You know, economically, it may not be so viable to just fly a trainer over or fly them one or well, you can fly one or two over. Um, so you can because because uh, a virtual class is available, and they just have to block that time, and people from the different regions can come come in to share, and they learn from each other. You know, it's a uh, uh, it allows them to to get to know their colleagues from another yeah. um, part of yeah the region as well. So that was really good. Absolutely. So I, I think definitely you, you mentioned that there are some very real obstacles to look out for. Um, and of course, some of this hardware stuff is, you know, as we get used to this new normal, hopefully a lot of these resources become more accessible and we can clear those obstacles quickly to really then capitalize on the benefits. I want to move us along in this conversation now because I think what we've really started to uncover is that there are a lot of excellent opportunities for us to capitalize on in this new normal. Uh, but some of us may feel like we're quite kind of playing catch up, right? The new normal is upon us um, and only now we're hearing how to capitalize. So can you share with us some thoughts on looking ahead, you know, foreseeable trends for us to get ready to capitalize on so that we are ready for the next big thing, so to say? From this uh, COVID experience, we can see that virtual learning is here to stay because of its com- convenience. This, you know, you can save so much on traveling. You can save so much time, um, and it's interactive as opposed to just downloading information from just a, you know, kind of e-learning, asynchronous e-learning kind yep. of um, learning. So, so. So that's definitely uh, uh, something that we need to prepare for. And for L and D uh, pe- uh, people who need to prepare their staff, they just they need to just there are a few things they need to to ensure they like they need to ensure that their staff have access to a laptop. If not, they maybe they can have some spare ones that you know uh, different staff can borrow when they are going on for online training and also to ensure that their staff have stable internet connections yep also to also to check if the people are ready i mean those who are familiar with web conferencing it's not an issue but there are some staff who do not do so much of these kinds of interactions so a briefing to get the tech issues out of the way that will save a lot of time during class and also to with the uh, virtual learning, it also actually opens up a 
convenient way to do follow-up. It's less con- time-consuming to meet online. So, you know, if you follow up the training with small group discussions to share about application issues and all that, so in that it's so much easier for them to meet. You know, so you don't have to like come down physically somewhere to, to do a follow-up session. You can just, you know, arrange a certain time. You click, you're on it. And yep. then an hour later, you're off. So these are some benefits and, uh, you know, to some things you can do to prepare for this virtual training. So it definitely sounds like, you know, we have a lot of uh, things to look forward to in terms of, again, the accessibility, the scalability of this new normal of learning. Uh, but there is some preparation, right? Maybe just a little bit that can be done to really help you and your organization and your people be ready to really uh, reap and, and optimize the benefits of this new normal. I want to yeah. talk a little bit about, you know, how about individuals who maybe uh, aren't so familiar. You talk a bit about the hardware. Maybe you can just uh, reiterate or re-emphasize what is the kind of mentality that would be really helpful to helping these individuals get used to this new normal of learning. Yeah, uh, for individuals who are not comfortable with web conferencing or digital tools, actually it's time to just get on and try. (laughs) Yeah, you know, it's not... You can get the younger ones to help you, you know, those... It's a good idea. You know, all those in their 20s easily or even younger ones, even, you know, the kids, they are doing home-based learning. So they are, are also familiar with the tools. So you just get on, play around and fiddle with it and you can just get into it. And, you know, for individuals, actually the world is... There's a saying that says, you know, the world is your oyster. Mm. And you can explore training that's way beyond our Singapore shores. There's e-learning available. There's webinars from all around the world. And there's podcasts like this. <laughs> you know, you can just, you know, tune in, you know, to listen to uh, experts, to, um, to the community people sharing. Actually, there's a whole uh, library of free e-learning that's available to Singaporeans to paid courses actually if you sign in with your library card to the e-resources at NLB you can access e-learning there and there's so many things you can learn for Mm. learn learn uh, learn about for free yeah so that's one big area you can you can uh, exploit without even touching your skills future fund yeah well that's it you know I want to point out that um, even though there's this uh, this prevalence of virtual learning, uh, I in-person training or learning is still necessary uh, for certain types of content, especially those that need more human interaction. Uh, serious team building, bond, team bonding sessions must still uh, take place face to face. You know, remote teams. We know that remote teams need to come together regularly in a face to face. Environment to interact, you know that while there's much good in virtual, there's also a lot of uh, benefits in in-person training. So it doesn't mean that oh now we have virtual training, we can forget about um, in-person training. These two must coexist. Yeah. Mm, absolutely. Great. I think just to really help our listeners to, to catch a, a lot of the gems uh, from your sharing right there, Kim, is to really remind us that a community has opened up to us, right? That, that there's so many resources, there's so many people that you can connect with 
because of how everything is now being hosted online. But in in a sort of ironic way, or maybe not ironic way, community is also the same thing we must remember even as we go online, that there are certain things that are really best done still in person, like that relationship building that is still so necessary even as we bring so much of our content and our learning online. So thank you very much, Kim, for all your insights on learning in light of our new norms. And thank you to all of our listeners as we wrap up this podcast. We really appreciate your time here with us and hope that this has given you insights on how to capitalize on the excellent learning opportunities our new norms have brought about. Do look out for our next cast on reinventing yourself in the new norm, which is all about upskilling yourself in light of the digitalization norms that have been brought about in recent times. And we will catch you next time on the Capel Podcast. Bye-bye.